hello. Welcome to this week's episode of Honey Bee Love Podcast. You have heard that we've made the decision for Tony to move out. It has been a hard decision to come to, but we have both decided that it was the best thing for both of us. Today, we're going to get into a little bit more detail about what led up to this what we're expecting and why we're doing and what the outcome is that we're hoping to achieve. Thanks for joining us. You can follow us on Instagram at honeybeelovepodcast. Hello, Tony. Hey, Sarah. So uh, I hear you're moving out. (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah i hadn't told you that oh i just yeah i got you got a annoying roommate (laughs) 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 fair fair (laughs) not getting along with the roommate yeah yes i am moving out Yeah, and it was a really hard decision for us to come to because we still are working on our relationship, but we decided Mm -hmm. that we also need to work on ourselves. Yeah, I think uh, we both independently came to that conclusion, and it feels like it's uh, maybe last couple of months or so have been leading up to this point and I think we maybe try to resist it because we love each other and, and we want to be the best partners we can be to each other and support each other but I think we decided that the best thing for a relationship would actually be to live separately for a little bit which sounds kind of weird, I guess. Most people think are like, what? Like, make it seem like a bad thing. Yeah, I've actually seen an article that states a recent trend is that couples are more couples are living apart because it's yeah. hard to live with someone. And we don't see this as being a permanent solution. At some point, we'd like to move back in together. But for the next six months to a year, we think it would be good for us to have our own space We're very codependent, meaning that we both want to make sure the other person's happy, but then we're putting that person's, what we perceive to be as that person's needs in front of our own needs. So we're both, we're not taking care of ourselves enough. So that led us to feeling, for me, I started to feel very resentful and burned out because I felt like I was giving more than I was receiving that made, that just made me feel really burned out. Yeah. And I, and I was feeling um, burnt out too, in a sense that I felt like I was like, uh, I felt a bit uh, like walking on eggshells in a way that I, I was worried about what you were feeling and I didn't want to make you upset. I didn't want to rock the boat. Wasn't, I was like maybe neglecting my own needs and making me more 
disconnected from the world more like not present what's the opposite of that absent absent yeah absent and and not focusing my attention on 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 us and our relationship and myself i i was disconnecting being in my own head yeah so there was something additional that happened there was an incident and we aren't ready to talk about that at this point we're deciding how we want to talk about that we want to keep this private for the time being but there was you know something else that happened and it was kind of a breaking point for us in a weird kind of way it's been a bit of a blessing because it's been a bit of a breaking point. So then we've decided, okay, something needs to change. And that has led us to deciding to move out. With Tony moving out, I really want to work on my health. I spent a lot of time getting my mental health into a better place. And now I want to focus on my physical health. I'm on a I'm in a lot of pain on a daily basis and I want to focus on my diet and getting that healthier. I've also realized my PTSD does impact our relationship. I had an awareness this last week when I was having a little mini meltdown (laughs) that my PTSD is similar to Tony's ADHD, where I feel like a lot of anxiety and I have a bit of compulsions. And it can be really frustrating for Tony to live with. But I, I also want to like focus on my PTSD and my physical health. My physical health impacts my mental health. So I want to get stronger. I want to do like an elimination diet. I did a blood allergy test to find out which foods I'm a little bit allergic to. And Tony and I eat a little bit differently. So it will be helpful for me to be able to just like focus on shopping for myself, feeding myself in a way that is conducive to my goals. Yeah, that was a good realization you had that your PTSD has an impact on your life and and your thought process, kind of like my ADHD does. It's kind of like a ever present thing, and you can flare up. So that was really good that you recognized that. And um, as far as for me, yeah, the biggest thing that I want to do is uh, have my own space because I've never, I've never really lived on my own, had my own space. Um, and that that's where a bit of that codependency comes from that like uh i grew up with my mom and my sisters being caretakers and i appreciated that in my but i i think i never quite got the the opportunity to just really just be focused and to having to take care of myself and when we were living together we had contention based on splitting chores and cooking, eating, what we were getting for groceries. And I wasn't really figuring out a way to take ownership for some of those decisions or or, 
or some of those things that I think like I think being on my own is gonna be able is gonna make me able to figure out a way that I can know what my what my really what my eating habits are because that's a goal of mine too is to be healthy so develop those ill healthy eating habits on my own because I I have this uh, thing where like I'm just I struggle with silly but it's like it's such a weird conundrum where I have like this uh, thing that uh, Sarah will caretake me and I need it but at the same time I have resentment to it it's just it's weird you know what I'm saying Yes, I know what you're saying. It's been kind of a vicious cycle because I see that you're struggling in some of these things to take care of yourself. And as a woman, I've also been socialized to take care of you. And then also like as a as an ex-religious woman, religious women are really like you've got to serve the man. And, you know, in the Mormon religion, it's very much about women giving up themselves for their families and for their spouses. We have we've been really working hard since Tony hasn't moved out yet. He's looking for the right apartment complex, hopefully close to the house so that he can still come by and I can go to his house and he can come around to see the kids. (laughs) 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 But we we've just been paying attention to okay what are my energetic boundaries while we're still living together what can i give what can i not give there was this silly example of we had some lasagna and we were going to split it up for the next day for lunch and i was thinking oh i'll give him all of the lasagna or and then i was like well maybe i'll just give him most of it and just keep some of it for myself and then he said well why don't we just split it and i was like oh yeah, duh, like I'll just split it down the middle. But I'm just like so used to, oh, if I'm going to be this good person and I try really hard to be a good person and then I, I give too much because I'm I'm really great at giving. I've got a lot, lot of energy generally. I'm a high energy person. So then I can do so many things at a time and then I find myself so fucking burnt out. Like I've given way too much of myself and so he was just like, why don't we split the lasagna? And I was like, duh, like, why, why do I feel like I need to give him more? And he has to get up yeah. really, go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say, like, what happened was that, that you, you had cut the lasagna and you were like, hey, do you want to come pick out which piece you want? Because I think the pieces weren't quite like split in half. Um. You know how, like, when sometimes people are splitting food, like, they're trying to make sure that the other person gets the bigger piece, and you were you were doing that, but I was like, no, why don't you just grab, you know, it doesn't matter, grab what piece you want. So I let you pick, pick what piece you wanted for lunch. Yeah, you've done that a couple of times where, you know, I'm just like, well, what do you want first? And and then he he's turned around and asked me, like, no, what do you want? And I was like huh, okay, sometimes it matters and sometimes it doesn't. But it's just like in this role as a woman, I just never ask myself that. It's always make sure everybody else is taken care of. And then he, in the morning, he has to go to work super freaking early. Like, uh, uh-uh. 
So then I'll, I'll give him some more because then I don't wake up as early so I can do some things at home. But it's like all this negotiation, this constant negotiation of what I can give and what I can't give. And Tony's been really good about like asking me and recognizing I've said that I'm struggling with this and he's been really good about holding me accountable and helping me work on it. So it's been really great that even though we've, you know, we're moving towards this and it's going to allow him to focus on his self-sufficiency. It's going to help me with my physical health and even deepen further my emotional regulation and doing even more for this PTSD (laughs) that rude interrupt me. (laughs) Sorry, say that part last part again. <laughs> no, just that the PTSD is just it's so difficult. And it's like I I recognize that with my logical mind, I recognize that my PTSD is inaccurate, but emotionally I feel like everyone secretly hates me. And then I'm constantly looking for cues that that's the truth. And Tony, you're so great at helping me. Like, okay, let's think through this. So I I really appreciate the fact that we've started talking about this and this is something that we're still moving towards. He's been helping me be aware of my boundaries and I've been asking for more, right? Instead of just doing something like closing the curtains myself is like, Tony, can you close the curtains? And just like asking for more. And that's been kind of hard. And Tony's great. You step up. You always, you always step up and just, like do what I ask or tell you why you can't do something. And we, we're constantly negotiating and just, it's been really great. Yeah, it's been great. But like you, like you said, it's a weird thing where boundaries get blurry and hazy between what you want versus what you want to give. And, and I think like our minds are complicated things and sometimes we don't quite know. And we do things that go against maybe a subconscious need. And I think that was happening a lot with us because we we love each other so much. Like we, we talk about this all the time, how like we like are working so hard on this relationship and, and showing each other that we care about each other and we love each other. But it it leads to maybe kind of a confusion in the both of us because there's sometimes where I have needs that I'm ignoring because I'm trying to take care of your needs and vice versa. We gotta work we gotta work on that. And I think that living separately is gonna help us find that perfect balance of uh, not being codependent but being supportive of each other and also being able to give each other freedom to to choose things and to do things where it doesn't like you were saying like it's it's like a constant negotiation where it, it doesn't feel like a negotiation because no go- negotiations can be a bit contentious so maybe instead feel like a fluid balanced and and we complement each other rather than having to sit there and struggle to make things work it's a fluid thing where our lives intertwine and just work because we complement each other and because we found um something that it's like i i thought about the other day that like my goal in life 
is to, and it sounds like a lofty goal, is to be enlightened, enlightenment, enlightened. How do you say that? Enlightened. 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 I can't say that. <laughs> you said it. You said it. Enlightened. I want to be Buddha, baby. <laughs> Buddha so, belly. Anyways, yeah, I want to have a Buddha belly and be joyful and laughing and bald. <laughs> <laughs> You're headed that way, baby. Oh yeah, <laughs> you're gonna have to make statues, say statues of me, and put coins. Yeah. So I bless you with my enlightenment. But no, I that's my goal in life to reach enlightenment, and I really feel like very strongly that having my own space will help me with that because I need to give myself time to not rely on people I, I rely on you a lot and it's been great but and i appreciate it a lot i need to just uh feel like uh, i'm growing up as a person i don't and i don't want to i'm not being hard on myself either i'm not like i'm not saying that i'm not a bad i'm a bad person or that i'm like not a grown-up or anything i'm just saying like i feel very strongly that this will be a bit of like a spiritual journey, like a bit of a almost like becoming like a monk, but not 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 quite. But just I'm going <laughs> on like a pilgrimage, where I'm gonna gonna have a lot of time to to take care of myself and and focus on myself and a lot of time to have in, introspection and growth. And I think it'll be the same thing for you. And I'm excited for that. Yeah. One thing is like, I'm trying to, I've done a ton of work on my feelings. It's almost exhausting because it seems never ending, but it's okay. But one thing that I want to do with my feelings is continue challenging some of the negative thoughts that I have. And I'm really trying to focus on me acting the best way that I can, because I have these imagined scenarios in my head of conflict and it becomes the worst case scenario where somebody's mad at me and doesn't want to be my friend or I did something. And so I get super anxious and Tony's been good about like helping me talk that through. But I've come to the conclusion that I'm just going to be my best self and I'm going to have peace in that. So when I can center myself in my interactions, then I will be acting out of a place instead of reacting but of, out of a place of healed and centered so that then I can respond, right? Instead of reacting, which is knee-jerk, responding wherein I've taken a chance to calm down and think things through and then respond to the person instead of being triggered by them. Mm-hmm. Tony, can you think of an example of where you've exerted a boundary that you've needed in the last couple of weeks? Sure, Sarah. Uh, <laughs> uh, actually, no, I gotta think about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, you put me on the spot. No, well, <laughs> <laughs> my short-term memory is not the greatest, so things like this are hard for me to come up with right away and explain very well. But I know that lately I've been um, basically something that I've been doing. This is that when you ask me for a favor or something, rather than drop what I'm doing, 
and and going over to help you out i tell you like oh yeah can i can i finish with this real quick and then i'll go do that so i know that i've been doing that like the last uh, few weeks and um it happened just yesterday i'm trying to remember exactly like you asked me you needed my help in the kitchen or something i think or you needed my help moving something but i was like in the middle of um doing something else oh my god i can't explain things basically you were like hey can you come help me move this but i was putting away some putting away something or getting ready and i told you like yeah let me just finish getting ready and then i'll come help you and for me that's a bit of a step because before i've i haven't done that i've just been like yeah i'll go do that and then drop what i'm doing to come help you which I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing, but again, it's important to recognize when I'm like, you know, I'm in the middle of something and I can finish it real quick and then I can go help out. Yeah. And there's some other examples. So we got into a conversation about Reddit this week because Tony is working on not spending so much time on Reddit. Oh, and yeah. he told me that he deleted the app. And then I saw him scrolling on it in his in, in his phone. And it wasn't to me, it wasn't about, it's not necessarily about the app. It's more about communication to me because I feel like we're working on our trust and rebuilding trust. Communication is super key to me. And I'm a bit sensitive about that because I've had people in my past who lie to me and my previous two exes really hurt my trust. Tony told me, you know, hey, I'm on the mo like he explained he's on the mobile browser. And so it's not as easy to get lost in. And he's like, I I can see how you would be upset about the communication. That's not what I meant. But here's why I did what I did. And here's that. And so it was like really good because we're he's also working on not reacting to me when you know i'm upset and so we had like this this good conversation and i i've also been working on that when he he gets frustrated with me then like we went snowboarding and i led us the wrong way <laughs> and he was pissed at me and like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was pretty funny yeah he was pretty frustrated cuz we got stuck in some space and when he was pissed i was like i'm sorry i understand why you're frustrated also, I swear I didn't do it on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> so we've also been just regulating our own emotions to a point where less reacting, because ultimately, yeah. like what we see for our future is that we really love each other. We talk about getting married one day if we, you know, the possibility of us having a baby if we decided to do that at some point. So no pressure, people. We'll do it if it's right for us. But, <laughs> um, but you know, we talk about these things and we have these goals. And like, I still see you as my life partner, Tony, even though we're making this change and it's, it's a challenge. Like we've both been sad about it, but he's going to have a key to my house and I'm going to have a key to his house and we will respect each other's boundaries. So it's not like we're just dropping by whenever we want, but if, he needs to come feed the animals or I he's let I'm letting myself in before he gets home because I have permission to be in his apartment 
we see this as something that's building a relationship instead of something that's detracting because Tony knows this, but he's my favorite person ever. And I love him so much. And he told me I'm his favorite person too. So (laughs) (laughs) she's lying. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) So you are my favorite person ever. And uh, I am very, I appreciate you so much. I am so happy that to have you in my life, uh, really the best, the last uh, two and a half years have been pretty amazing. And this is just another step in our, in our lives that is like, not the most convenient, com- conventional yeah, relationship it's not traditional. or whatever, traditional. I am the type of person that like, it's all about finding the new and and exploring life and exploring the best way to live life and and tradition sometimes can be broken and and sometimes things in an unconventional way work out the best i and I love that about us. I love that we've been prioritizing being uh, open and honest with each other and and I think that's a big reason why our relationship continues to work and how we manage to get through all these hard things or all of our issues in our relationship and how it it grows uh, stronger. Yeah. Yeah. And this is just going to make us stronger. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I don't think it'll be a permanent thing either, but, you know, hopefully like dreams, dream case scenario, I think like at some point we'll have a few different houses, hopefully. And, and, uh, if, we were like, I'm going to go to the other house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go to the beach. You stay here in the mountains. Bye. Yeah. You're annoying me. I'm taking I'm the cat. I'm going to the other mansion. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, it's like, I, uh, I haven't really lived on my own. And I've, and I've wanted to do that. I wanted to do that before we moved in together. And moving and living together has been huge for me. I've I've seriously grown in so many ways since. And uh now um I feel like I'm more ready to live on my own than I would have been before we moved together. Yeah. And this is gonna help me uh figure out different things that will in turn make me a better partner and and a better uh, person to live with. Yeah. And I think it's, I think the, th- the same thing for you, just like how, how you'll, you'll also work on your uh, I'm reactions perfect. and stuff. I'm perfect. I'm perfect. Tell me I'm perfect. I'm just kidding. I know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't joke about that. Uh, well something else on the agenda to talk about that's it on the agenda I'm pretty sure we should go get Indian food yeah Yeah, let's do it I'm excited hey sounds good love you baby I love you baby
Thanks for joining us here on Honey Bee Love podcast today. It takes a lot for us to be vulnerable and very open. We are going to continue having episodes. So please, if you have any questions or there's anything you want to hear about specifically, please feel free to follow us at Honey Bee Love on Instagram and interact with us there. You can send us a message or comment on one of the posts, but we would love to hear your feedback for those fans that we have. Oh my gosh, we love you so much. Shout out to the people who have talked to us. You know who you are. We appreciate your support. Thanks guys. Have a great day. 